This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Hi, Sex and the City fans. Megan McKeever here. Check out my podcast, Cosmos and the City, where I'll be watching through the entire series of Sex and the City with a slew of fabulous guests. Each week, we'll be talking through everything from who wore what and why to the hottie of the week. So grab a drink and join me on my journey. Thanks, and be sure to subscribe to Cosmos and the City in iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. I'm Joey. I love wrestling. I'm Nick. I love wrestling. I'm Steven, and I fucking hate wrestling. You should love wrestling as a show where we try to convince Steven that he should love wrestling. Welcome to our fan request bonus episode of You Should Love Wrestling. Mm-hmm. A lot of you have been tweeting us about matches that you want Steven to watch, so we picked a few of them for this episode. Yeah, thank yeah. you for all the requests. Yeah, uh, yeah, a lot of fans sending in stuff. A lot of people telling uh, uh, me directly, like, things that I need to see. Somebody who, somebody tweeted at me that, like, uh, John Cena was at South by Southwest, so the thing that I love includes wrestling, and that was heartbreaking. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Is... The fans are out there really trying to destroy me. And oh, they really good job. Yeah. yeah, I know. I also heard uh, some of the fans started printing out their tweets and a Attaching them to bricks and throwing them through your window. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, hey, I mean, <laughs> if that's if that's how I mean, you guys like to tweet now, what can I say? You're uh, you're the heel of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been d- saying for years, Twitter one day was going to become bricks. Now it is bricker. So yeah, yeah. bricker. Uh, and basically, no, only you guys know where I live. You guys and all of our guests. So yeah, it's somebody guests. I know mm-hmm. who I served water and or coffee to. Oh, yeah, there's definitely like, fuck. <laughs> Future oh, episode. Yeah. One of our guests is Charles Manson. Wait, so that's going to be fun. Wait, who's the guest that we posted that we posted this week? Uh, this week, uh, uh, Taylor's episode came out. No, no, no. The, I mean, the, this, this week that's coming out. Well, it's either Sam Brown or Iffy. We okay. have a, uh, I, I, a spoiler it's for maybe yeah. the next two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so it was Iffy. Iffy did it. Iffy did yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, well. Okay. That's so, not cool, man. <laughs> uh, so we, we are going to field two fan requests today. Yeah. yeah. So um, first up, we've got the at the Kaz Wheeler on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, he suggested that we watch the Undertaker versus Jeff Hardy undisputed title ladder match from Monday Night Raw on July 1st, 2002. Yeah. This is considered mm-hmm. to be one of the best Monday Night, Monday Night Raw matches of all time. And it did a lot to tell the world that Jeff Hardy, one half of the legendary Hardy Boys tag team, oh also has potential as a singles wrestler. Yeah, right. And by the way, uh, I think the Kaz Wheeler, I, I don't know if any of us know actually who that is, but I think no. he was our first fan request yeah. uh, response. Yeah. So thank you very much for sending that in. Yeah, yeah he sent that. And uh, I think I forgot after what match it, or after what episode it is that he, he sent that. And I remember watching it for a little bit and going like, Okay, okay. I know they're gonna make me watch this one day, and uh, and now it's finally happening. Yes, now it is. We have to watch <laughs> Hardy versus the Undertaker. Okay. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Go. Cool. So uh, I guess uh, we're we're gonna kind of watch this uh, in the background as we're uh, commentating. On yes. It. Mm-hmm. Although I will say that I did watch it this morning. Yeah. I I had not I had not watched this match in a long time, and uh, I do remember watching it back when it was live on Raw in two thousand two, and uh, yeah. yeah pretty exciting match yeah i mean i thought that uh i thought that it was a really solid match and like i think that this is something that i guess like i'm i miss in wwe and wrestling a lot in the and this is maybe maybe something that like steven didn't quite grasp while watching it is that like the undertaker was he was the world champion the top guy in the company at the time Mm -hmm. he's also like seven feet tall he's uh designed to be unstoppable sure jeff hardy was mainly known as like a tag team wrestler at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, you know, definitely was like a stand-up member of the Hardy Boys tag team. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, like they weren't like, it's like, if you think about it, like uh, as like a grade level, the Undertaker was like S class top guy. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Jeff Hardy was like, Maybe a like pinto. in terms of power level, like a B, B plus. Sure. Um, right. So and, like, and this what is was so, what was so exciting with this match is usually 
if this match takes place most of the time, it's what's called a squash match, where just the Undertaker beats him instantly. Uh-huh. Right. But they told a very effective story that made Jeff Hardy, even though he didn't win the match, like it made him at least be on like semi equal footing with the Undertaker, which like upped his stake in a way that was exciting. Yeah. And yeah. And, and and also following up with that, uh, this was about eight months removed from the invasion. So that uh, the w- they had already bought WCW, ECW. That was all done. They had begun this brand extension thing, this uh, this draft were WWE Raw and W or WWF at the time, I think still WWF Raw and WWF SmackDown. Yeah. We're not only two different shows, but really two different brands. So it was kind of like they were almost like they were under the same company, but they were almost two different territories. Okay. So Matt Hardy, the one brother went to SmackDown, Jeff Hardy, the other brother went to Raw. So now they kind of had to be singles competitors. They had sort of no choice. Interesting. I instantly did not like Jeff Hardy when he came out oh. because of his uh, rave attire mm. with like the glowy face and the stupid dance. So like, although I guess you're saying like he he got uh, some more status from this match. I was like, but still like he's a dweeb, right? Like we don't <laughs> like him. Uh, was, people did like him. Yeah. Yeah. He I mean, he was probably one of the top merchandise sellers of the like of the Attitude Era and definitely of like this era. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I, mean, I get what you're talking about in that like he definitely it made a strong choice with his character yeah, of like he he's did. he's raver guy and like yeah. uh, and as the years continued like this match he came out wearing like glow in the dark body paint mm-hmm. he gets to the point in later matches where he has just huge intricate crazy uh body paint designs on his face while he's wrestling yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. he was also yeah, yeah, in a, I love it <laughs> he was also in a band at this point that he was the lead singer of i believe called Parox Y Gen what um, it's like really peroxide gen perox y w h y i think with a question mark in it gen uh <laughs> so like well, he, wait, wait, wait. yeah so he also a, like lived his gimmick a little bit does perox y gen's music exist online somewhere uh yeah let's uh let's play a clip of a yeah, song from perox y gen <laughs> From Perox Wygen's song uh, "Every Other Day," yeah, yeah. that was awful. That kind of sound. It actually kind of sounds like the current SmackDown theme song. A little bit. You guys should bit. go to uh, BoardwalkAudio.com forward slash You Should Love Wrestling. We're gonna put a link up to that. That is like one of the worst music videos I've ever seen. It's really terrible. It's it, like it's like a local cable access like sixty yeah. five year old dad type video. Well, I guess Lord. it features this guy Hardy like very uncomfortably like dancing and singing. But then it shows like oh well they're using Pro Tools though so like pretty good yeah well that's true they are using pro tools so like okay i mean okay so like (laughs) joey you're a wrestling apologist you're already like well come on hold on a second he deserves a break okay so jeff hardy was going through some rough times it's okay if he has hobbies (laughs) (laughs) Um, so jeff hobby but Uh, so uh yeah so jeff hardy i mean he's definitely the more i guess like artistic of the hardy boys as far as like (laughs) being covered in body paint doing stuff like this uh, he also uh, Matt has Hardy's a, the more uh, the more uh, working class. Yeah, I guess, I guess so. so. <laughs> That's the way to put it. Uh, well, I guess that like Matt Hardy's more the like I'm just a wrestler. I mean, like he definitely has like the same eccentric tendencies a little bit. Yeah, but it's mm-hmm. like Jeff Hardy's like wacky showman. Guy. I'm an artist, whereas Matt Hardy's like I'm a wrestler. Yeah. But anyway, so this match, like, uh, yeah. what do you think about this? Is the Undertaker in a new character? He's big evil. He's yeah, yeah. Uh, he's this a biker. Is, he's not a dead man. Yeah, this was kind of a resurgence for the Undertaker too because. He had been the which you have seen the American badass, the, mm-hmm. the bike riding undertaker. Yeah, he was transitioning into like a kind of a newer, different version of that called Big Evil because he had now turned heel and he uh-huh. was the world champion. So he kind of got a resurgence from turning heel. Yeah. 
I mean, honestly, like I prefer my Undertaker dead. Uh, oh, that's if I'm gonna be I, and honest. so do I. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so this, you know, I've only seen three things with the Undertaker ever, maybe, and I don't like this one as much. I also still like very much question. Like he looks too healthy for my taste. <laughs> well, I guess what, uh, what? Okay, so why do you? I'm just curious about like why do you like him dead more than a biker? Yeah, and, and also question. why? Yeah. Because I thought you don't like his 25 minute entrances. I don't like his 25 minute. Yeah, like entrances. in this in this version, he comes to the ring on a motorcycle. Yeah, in like one minute. We so. didn't even see it in this video. He was just in in this video. Yeah, so yeah. I really like that that yeah. I didn't have to watch him enter at all. Yeah. But that being he said, comes, uh, in on a motorcycle. <laughs> To American Badass by Kid Rock, which okay. is your entrance music. Which yeah. Although I think currently this was that shitty song. Yeah, yeah. But like this character was, you know. Yeah, this day. character would have yeah, been. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I guess if, if they think why, like, I like this one more. Like, this seems like, um, you know, closer to like Sons of Anarchy, like almost neo-Nazi character that I see here. That's not that. Uh, but you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, the tones that I'm getting, I'm like, nah, that's not as fun as just like a dead man. I'd rather see a dead man wrestling. I get that. That's, I that's more that. fun for me. Dead I mean, he definitely, man wrestling. He definitely like embraced that with this, this character a little bit. Like, he would come to the ring, like, like uh, chewing tobacco, and then he would yeah. like force smaller wrestlers to drink his tobacco spit. Yeah, that's right. Know. Which in yeah. a way, yeah, see, I don't like that. <laughs> which in a way, I, I think he just, as much as he is the Undertaker, I think the guy who is the Undertaker, Mark Calloway, I yeah. think he just kind of in a way got sick of being the Undertaker for a while. I think he just kind of wanted to be more of a version of himself. Yeah. Which well, is also, why they sort of created this gimmick. Well, also, this is like, this is when like the Brock Lesnar's of the world were coming in. Yep. So it's like, I feel like they tried to uh, have their characters have like a little bit more of a shade of reality for yeah, like sort of legitimize everything. Like, I think that a lot of the guys use their real names as opposed to being like Papa Shango or whatever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, guys, if we're talking about bringing a layer of reality, um, you know, I want to bring in a layer of reality this to this. Um, watching this match for the fan thing today made me think, do I have to do this podcast? <laughs> like, if I just quit, <laughs> will no Nick and Joey be able to take over and just geek out and, like, love wrestling? Like, it'll just be you should love wrestling to nobody. Um, I, I suppose you've watched quite a few matches yeah. up until this point of where we are in time. Yeah. Uh, even though some Guys, episodes... let's not talk about stopping to do the podcast. What's We're going to no, keep yeah. doing it. No, no, it's really no, funny. No. It is really funny, though, because... Yeah, this I, is the I, only thing I have. I walked it. That's true. Joey has nothing to live uh, for. God. I walked into the door yeah. this morning and the, you didn't even say hi. The first thing out yeah. of your mouth was, do we have to keep doing this podcast? <laughs> I am heartbroken by it. The answer but I, is yes. Yeah, but like, I, like this is, this, so this is like, uh, I mean, I, we'll, we'll loop it back into this, but I'm like, I'm watching this match and I'm like, and also this other one. And I'm like, it's all the same. It's all the exact same thing. Nothing ever changes. Nothing ever no, gets that's more not true. Like, that's Basketball is the exact same thing. Football is the exact same thing. Yeah. Improv is the exact same thing. If you want to think about it. How Life is the exact you. same thing. We just exist until we die, Steve. And you might as well watch some wrestling okay yeah. so right so okay, somebody so, put that on a t-shirt oh, yeah, yeah. yeah so if you just exist until you die so you might as well watch some wrestling that's right All right so i'm gonna pick those apart one at a time one uh improv is not always the same you know that there, improv, there's ooh, improv is one to twelve people standing on stage mm -hmm. saying yes and to each other yeah. and heightening beats or exploring characters until twenty to twenty five minutes later when the lights turn on. And out. that's go, all it is. Go, go see a bad improv show. You'll see sometimes that doesn't I happen. Think it sounds like but, Joey's <laughs> seen nothing but bad improv shows from so, that description. So that's fine. Whatever. I'm just saying. I'm just saying you could find. I'm just saying I'm just saying you could frame anything as the same thing. Right. I guess. That, I get that's, that. That's reductive. Sure. But here's what I'm saying is like. <laughs> Um, oh, check out this! Move. That was the, a cool move. The, uh, the springboard of the ladder yeah, over yeah, the ladder. That was impressive. The Undertaker. Yeah, that was fun. Whatever. Right. <laughs> That's just a variation on another move like, where there's no ladder. Like he didn't even need the ladder to do that jump. Really, but it was impressive but, that he used the ladder. But he, yeah. he did jump on a ladder, so it's incredible. But what I'm saying is, on this is like it. It, it is all the same, and I like it's still all the same thing. If I watch um, football, or if, if I think it more easier, maybe thing to equate it to mm -hmm. is like a professional fighting. Uh, UFC or boxing or whatever sure. um, you know there are stakes to it like and I don't have to believe that it's I don't have to believe it's real or I don't have to believe it's real because it is like I can see it but you like I feel like you're watching this and you're constantly having to delude yourself from reality so if to find a way to enjoy it and like that's frustrating to me. Like this one right now, he's walking. He's getting up the ladder. Walk. Watch how hard it is for him to get up a ladder. It's very it's hard for him to arms. get up the ladder. He's like literally pulling himself up, like with by his arms, like a ladder. Like he's never climbed a ladder in 
his life. It's only to build up the drama of, you know, the Undertaker, Undertaker's going to stop him or whatever. Mm -hmm. He does this like three times and it's exhausting to watch. I'm like, just climb the ladder, man. Just climb the fucking ladder. But that's kind of the reaction you're supposed to have in a way. I'm supposed to get mad at them for doing this? So you don't believe that he's so beaten up that it's that he's in somehow winded and that's inhibiting his ability to climb the ladder. I don't know. Well, <laughs> not we, at all. We know that Steven doesn't doesn't believe the reality. Well, no, I mean, but Joey, look at him. Like he's using his arms to pull up. That's not how you get up. Have you ever been used a ladder? Yes. You just step up. It's like using stairs. Like he do you do your, do you step on a ladder with your hands behind your back? I mean, I could. That's the thing. I don't, but I wow. could. Great balance from Stephen Pearlstein. <laughs> uh, that's the thing you guys should know about me. But that's the thing. Like, it's so silly to watch. These guys are like pulling themselves up and showing how hard it is. And meanwhile, like getting on a ladder is just this. It's very it's easy. It's not hard. Well, like, it's very. But, but have the, you ever had a match while you try to get on a ladder? Uh, I'm willing to try. <laughs> well, All right. I mean, I get. I, I guess, like, I understand what you're talking about, and that is like a silly aspect of wrestling mm-hmm. that it takes really long for guys to climb ladders or cages or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is just to build the drama up. Yeah, totally. like, but I mean, I don't know. That's just like something that you accept as a you know a trope within wrestling. Or yeah, whatever. I don't know. Um, it's just like this short. Like to me, it's a shortcoming that I don't understand why you guys constantly accept it. And then like, as a person, yeah, this has been one of your yeah. biggest gripes since the beginning. It's, it's the, yeah. And I mean, that's the thing is like, you guys constantly choose to accept it and that's fine. And I'm like, but like, why do I have to choose to accept it all over again? Like, you know, the, the captain America movie came out and you guys are like, well, that's fake. And I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't, they don't make it look fake. And when like stuff like, you know, they have to slow down stuff for action or whatever, they just cut away. And it's like, no, you have to watch these guys really struggle to get up a ladder and it doesn't, it make any fucking sense but like the live nature to it is like that's yeah. like part of the selling point and that's part of like the magic of it that yeah. like this is live it's not and you know to One be day. reductive again you could just say the marvel movies are the same thing for the rest of eternity i mean they are they are they are yeah like there's a character that achieves some type of struggle and they succeed past that struggle and then they set up the next one right yeah, it's like i guess the point is is like God, man, if you look at everything like that all the time, how can you have fun with anything? How can you enjoy anything if you look at everything and go, I declare what this is in this very succinct statement, and that is it. I enjoy nothing. Goodbye. I guess it's just it's glaring flaws make it easy to reduce it to that. You know what I mean? Like, it's sort of the same way that, like, when people make fun of, like, stand-up comedy, like the hacky stand-up comedy that everybody knows. What's the deal with airplane food type of thing? What is the deal with airplane food? Uh, it's not good. Oh, I yeah, know that's that. the deal with it. You know I'm what okay I mean? With airplane food. I only <laughs> eat airplane food. I get on planes just to eat the food. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's like uh, <laughs> the most expensive like, oh, meal. I'm, I'm real hungry. I better fly to San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, if you want to hear more of this, you should listen to You Should Love Airplane Food. <laughs> Available now. where we try to convince me, me I guess, <laughs> yeah. to yeah. love airplane food. You don't like food. anything anyway. Go ahead. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's easy. It's, it's, it's easy for me to reduce it down to uh, its components when I feel like a lot of the flaws or what I perceive his flaws is so glaring like i all i all i'm doing is being faced with like oh it's not real uh and and yeah. or oh, oh that's like not how reality works uh and it's like oh so they just so it's really just you know people like doing the same handful of moves and then like some drama yeah but then, i mean like, i guess they again win. the story yeah. <laughs> here was that there, it's this young underdog who hasn't really ever gotten an opportunity like this has always lived in the shadow of being mm-hmm. a tag team, yeah. uh, being a, a part of a group now gets this opportunity to, to really shine and be a one-on-one competitor from this legendary guy who's done it all and seen it all. And in this, this one glimmer of hope, he, he almost looks like he's going to do like it. He and almost looks like he's going to do it. He loses. Right. But then the undertaker, who's like the biggest badass in the WWE yeah, at the time, attacks him first, attacks him first, comes back, is about, to attack him again and then he raises his hand right. saying that he's essentially an equal then he sort of turned face again the undertaker not yeah, only yeah. kind of became a good guy in a way but also brings this guy up to the next level sort of like if if it was like a uh it's, it's i don't know it's like an actor being featured in some big thing or like right. a, a, a a nobody uh improviser or comedian <laughs> being featured in like oh hey look he's sure. performing with uh, these legendary people i don't I, know i get it i understand that um, you know, I will say too that thing that he like where he gets up and is like, come on, keep going. I'm not done or whatever. That's like actually in, I think like all three Captain America movies, there's a moment like that. But this was before, <laughs> I, this was before Captain America. So I'm really, not saying, I'm not saying so really it Captain wasn't. America lifted some ideas off of this Undertaker, Jeff Hardy ladder match. Undertaker is the original Captain America. Yeah. I could buy that. Yep. Yeah. Well, 
I mean, if that's where they got their ideas, I I, I think I look down on Captain America a lot more. <laughs> so um, some things I feel like we got real sidetracked on this. Mm-hmm. Um, some things I want to want to ask Stephen. Um, this is the first ladder match that you've ever seen, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Did you understand the rules of it? They have to get the belt on the that's over the ladder. Yeah. Great. Well, how uh, did you like that compared to previous match types that you've seen? Um, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I you mean, don't I, like the climbing of the ladder. We get that. Yeah, I guess I'm just trying to I'm trying to like parse that out of like what that actually is in comparison to other things. I mean, I guess that's fine. I do think that that in a weird way can highlight make it glaringly obvious that these are like rigged in some way, like how slow Jeff Hardy, you know, went up there or whatever. So maybe it's not as good in that sense. And then they're also kept on going. Like they kept on saying at the beginning, like, Oh, there are no rules there. Anything can happen in this match. It doesn't, there's nothing that stop it until somebody grabs that belt. It is no holds barred really. Well, well, I mean, I feel like a lot of matches aren't that different though, even when there are rules and there are disqualifications or whatever. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, I don't know that that adds anything in my mind. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think that like a match like that, um, usually a match like that is for more like, I guess you could call them like high flying performers or high risk performers, which Jeff Hardy is definitely one of those guys. And it's sort of, it's an opportunity for them to like climb something and jump off of that thing. Right. And like Mm -hmm. get big spots in. Yeah. Um, Yep. And uh, something that, and Jeff Hardy was definitely like, he was, he, he is definitely one of a very handful of people where it's like the ladder match is like his match type. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so like uh, something that I guess like I, uh, maybe it's something you didn't catch mm-hmm. when you first started watching it. But like uh, that's how they played kind of the equal footing aspect of it. And like Jeff Hardy having a good shot is like uh, this is Jeff Hardy's match type. He's mm-hmm. like maybe not on the same level as The Undertaker as far as like, you know, a WWE cafe, right. yep. you know, like stat levels or whatever. Home field advantage. Um, yeah, yeah. Think, he's yeah. got the home field advantage. Also, The Undertaker's being very cocky. Also, Jeff Hardy's very prepared in this match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So like it's sort of like a match that Jeff Hardy is like fighting to win where The Undertaker's fighting like. I don't know. I'm way stronger than this guy. I could right. be really easily. Mm-hmm. Is that a story that you understood? Did you have any thoughts on it? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I guess I didn't know that they were so outmatched. That's another thing, too, that like maybe comes into it as I'm like, I never see anybody as outmatched to anybody else in a match because it's not how that works. Like mm-hmm. I never I've never really felt like somebody's size actually matters that much. Oh, yeah. Uh, really? That's a huge thing in WWE. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is it sold as a huge thing or does it actually matter? Because like if that's oh, yeah, the, like, you know yeah, what I mean? Like usually the way that this match would go is the Undertaker would beat Jeff Hardy in 20 seconds. Right. Well, I mean, I guess the thing is like there are people a lot of times there are people I feel like who are obviously bigger or stronger. So there shouldn't be any argument of like who's going to win if it is really just wrestling. It takes a right. fall, you know, well, like, did, you, uh, did you ever watch Dragon Ball Z growing up? No, no, um, no one should. Okay, so no one should. Uh, no. Okay, so this is a reference that I'm gonna make for the viewers at home. I'm sure uh, I, this is for I, I just I just yeah, yeah. D- disenfranchise a lot of people by saying that, but okay, I don't so, give a rat uh, fuck about Dragon Ball Z. Okay, yeah, uh, Dragon Ball Z is. Guys, let's just, let me give my reference. Go ahead, right, go yeah. ahead. Okay, so it's uh, it's worked like on this. It's like when Krillin stood toe to toe with Frieza <sighs> mm-hmm. in the oh uh, Frieza story in Dragon Ball Z. Krillin. Much less powerful than Frieza. Frieza, one of the most powerful beings in the universe. Right. And Krillin being able to like hang for even 15 minutes is like a big push for him. You know? Right. It's just like, oh, like that's definitely uh, something that should not be as an equal of a fight as it was. Uh, I just also want that, you to know. Like, great. I don't know if that sentence meant anything, but it, it sounds great. Krillin and Frieza. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, like th- that's like not an uncommon story in all of the stories. Right. I get what like, you're, you're saying, but it, like that's, that's all of the stories. They're all, they're all yeah. kind of like that. It's not supposed to be, it's not supposed to be like an over, you know, I don't know, whatever. So I guess uh, you, you didn't read, you didn't understand that this was an underdog fight. Uh, I didn't. Well, I've never, I've never, again, I've never went into a match thinking like, oh, there's no way blank could win because uh, they do like the small ones do can win. I don't do know. Do you not listen to the commentary? Do you not pay attention? They, I mean, I that's a serious him. question. No, I do hear him. And like, like, yeah, this one, he kept on saying how, hard, how extreme Jeff Hardy was. Because there's by no the way, doubt he's very extreme. Because by the way, Jay, yeah, because JR and King are like really 
really on point in yeah. this match. Like it's mm-hmm. great. Like Jr. is his usual enthusiastic self, really selling the hell out of it. Yeah, uh, Lawler's mm-hmm. still a heel. Yeah, uh, he's worried I, that they yeah. were going to cripple somebody. Yeah. You know, oh, Undertaker man, just, was going to cripple Jeff Hardy. It just made me miss the classic. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I wonder if like I mean, this maybe like two. a pitch for later episode, but maybe it would be a good idea for us to just like show Stephen a bunch of squash matches, just so he because I feel like everything that we've shown him has been sort of like the culmination of a feud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know Nakamura versus Sami Zayn, where it's like oh that's like equal two guys just duking it right. out whereas like i don't know like like Greg a Kali like, versus colin delaney or something yeah or like a like a snitsky push or like a big vis big yeah. daddy v or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so a sidebar that uh so that you, what you guys want to do is show me what it sounds like a bunch of the worthless most, matches that the mean most nothing boring matches yeah. it's so interesting like i love all your also every time you come up with a new angle of like what you'll show me to get me to like it <laughs> i'm like it sounds bad like, <laughs> You're so far off. And it's funny because in, in those squash matches, they'll do them for weeks. Like it'll be like one of the one of the many segments throughout the weekly show where it's like a guy who, who they're pushing to be a monster heel. It's, it's, it's such kind of a fascinating thing in wrestling where it's like a guy that they're you know, they're going to push to be a monster heel. And he's a big, big dude. So weeks and weeks and weeks go by where he has these squash matches every week on the show. Yeah. He comes out. He beats a small guy or a local jobber. The textbook beats him in seconds. Yeah. And eventually to either become world champion or be fed to the world champion. And then usually after that, that person, we watch they their descent into go shit. Down the card until they're dancing with Santino. It's actually kind of amazing when you think about the trajectory of that type of wrestler. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But isn't this interesting? Like you guys are pointing out, like even you see the patterns and are it sounds like not in love with it. Like you're just like, they just do the thing and then they're gone. Well, no, no, and it's like, not what I'm it. saying. It's it's a fascinating trajectory that they create for this person particular well, type is, of character well, which i'm like invested a, in i don't hate it steven mm, yeah well it is like it's a monster of the week thing a little bit yeah it's like uh especially the wwe is very like protagonist based so mm-hmm. they have like a main guy that the show is sort of followed around and like just to to give that person like obstacles to overcome what they'll do is exactly what, what nick said is like they'll get a guy that's like seven feet tall who's like maybe not the best wrestler but he just looks physically intimidating mm-hmm. have him beat up local jobbers slowly have him rise the ranks of him like beating lower card non-jobbers, beating mid-card guys, and then finally he'll face off against the champion. He'll either he'll, become champion he'll have or... like a winning streak at this point yeah. or whatever. So mm-hmm. like it is just this feeling of like, oh, this guy's torn through the entire company and like John Cena standing in his way. Is Cena going to be... Is Cena, you know, like... Hmm. And uh, it's, it's just a... It's just a kind of a thing in wrestling. Yeah. And um, I was saying not more of like, a oh, this is all for nothing thing, but it's actually quite an just an interesting trajectory. It's, it's like, like I said, then they either there's a couple options. They either become the champion, have a monster heel run, sort of just exist. Yeah. From then on out. Mm-hmm. Or they're completely fed to the champion, which if John Cena is the champion, then you probably are. And you lose and you slowly descend that down the card. Or you might become the next comedy act like a Vladimir Kozlov or well, something. Yeah, like but that. I think that that's like a testament to the skill of that wrestler where it's yeah, like it is. Kane was the Undertaker was supposed to be that for Hulk Hogan. Very true. Kane was supposed to be that for the Undertaker. Even like Rusev was supposed to be that for Cena. And like these are all guys that are so good at just like everything in wrestling and so good at their characters that like they're not they're not going to be comedy acts they're going right. to like this see this is what i'm talking about too you guys don't need me for this podcast. <laughs> uh, All right, let's rate this match. All right, what do you say? Great, great, great. Uh, five. Uh, uh, well, really quick. So, um, I mean, this is like like I was saying, classic story similar to Hogan versus Andre. Mm-hmm. Did you notice any parallels to that? Did you did this match at all make you think about Hogan versus Andre? Yeah, yeah I mean, really that's a didn't. size uh, uh, underdog type thing. You've got to know that yeah. in that type of match. Right, right, right. I mean, but again, like uh, the underdog aspect of it, I don't buy because from the outset, I well, may, again, maybe I just have the context of history looking back on. It, but I'm like, well, I know Hogan's going to win. Like, it'd be silly if he did. So, it. did you think that and Jeff Hardy did was, win? Did you think that Jeff Hardy was going to win this match? Um, you know, I don't know. I, I didn't. You really I, don't know. I did, hmm. That one, I didn't know. Um, they both didn't look like people I wanted to win, or like that I could easily identify as. Like, oh, that's the guy who has to win. Who's a guy who you want? Who looks like you want to win? Who's like your ideal wrestler? Who's your dream wrestler? I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think we found him yet, but it's probably like The Rock or who's that? The 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 new guy in, in it from Nakamura? NXT? Nakamura. Oh yeah, yeah. I like yep. him. He's Nakamura fun. versus The Rock. That'd be a real sweet match. Oh, Rockamora. <laughs> oh, Rockamora. Oh, that's Tony Rockamora. Guys, we're, uh, go to our website. We'll have shirts for. 
sale. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Tony Parker Moore shirts. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's rate the match. Right, so anyway, uh, I guess uh, five. One, one to five Perox Y Gen. Uh, oh, God. One to five Perox Y Gen. I don't know, chart toppers or whatever. <laughs> chart toppers. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, funny. Uh, I'd give this. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give this like, uh, I feel like I give this rating a lot, but like three and a half. I thought it was good. Okay. I thought it was effective. That's I, interesting. Actually, no, I'm going to give it a four now that I think about it. I think it's. Um, it was a solid match. It told a good story. It definitely like it. It was a match that like elevated Jeff Hardy. And I feel like this is the type of match that like I miss of like, I don't know, like why can't Roman Reigns have like a competitive match with Heath, Sl- Heath Slater? Or I know. Yeah. Like, oh, some, I'd love, baby. I'd love yeah, to see yeah. that. Just like Heath Slater doesn't have to win, but just give him 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah. Where like there's a second where you think that Heath Slater's, hey, Heath Slater's underrated. Just I'll like, say it forever. Like now there's sort of an issue where it's like the card it's like the the same five guys are sort of the main event forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like people only feud with people on their level and people don't really move very often. And I wish that there was more, you know, like more our truth getting a one month main event run like he did in 2011 yeah. or 2012 or whatever. That would be nice. Um, just to like mix it up and create more interesting mashups. So for doing this and for doing this very effectively, you know, I give this four stars. I think there are four proxy gents. I think it's good. I, I will agree with that. I'm going to give this match uh, just because it's, it's like, I know that it's it's definitely highly regarded as like a great raw moment and like it's not like a it's not like a best match contender, but it's like one of those very, very cool moments uh, in the history of raw for sure. Uh, And it did put Jeff Hardy over who, despite for a few years, not really getting to the main event scene because of some personal drama Mm -hmm. uh, did overcome and and later become he Jeff Hardy did become the world champion in 2008 and he did have a very good run and like six years later was a top Mm -hmm. guy for a while. Um, So this put that in motion. This was cool to see uh, sort of post invasion getting into ruthless aggression era, which sometimes is, you know, as aimless as it was, was a little underrated in some capacities, that era of wrestling. Yeah. Like SmackDown six and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. There was some yeah. cool stuff. Um, and I, I did like this match overall. I like what it did. I thought it was cool. I'm going to go with a 3.8. I liked it. 3.8. Prox yeah. Gen t- chart toppers. All right, Steven. Uh, uh, yeah. So, um, you know, I, I, the stuff that I'm looking for to get entertained on this, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I didn't have a, I didn't have a character I was into. They didn't do anything that I was interested in that weren't any, uh, big spots that I was like, Oh, that's, that's impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I ultimately didn't care much about the story. I mean, you know, like you, like you said, maybe I'm just not listening to the announcers hard enough. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't, it didn't feel like enough to excite me on the story. So maybe with some ba- with some context, I would have liked it more. Uh, but, I, but I didn't uh, in the moment and watching it. Um, so, you know, uh, overall, and honestly, like we just lose a lot of points for that for the the glowy face paint. Uh, so <laughs> that this is fair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Uh, so th- uh, I think this is getting a, a one peroxygen chart topper. Oh, wow. Is that your lowest score ever? Uh, you ask that. You ask, is well, it my version of that lo- yeah. lowest or highest score ever? Every single time, is and that I your think I've given most median score ever? <laughs> is, <laughs> is that, that your uh, scoriest score ever? <laughs> I think that I, that might actually be my lowest score ever, but I believe I've given a one before. So I think we're at an eight. Well, I think you've given like, you gave like a negative something or yeah something. i gave a negative a billion <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i think that matches an 8.8 um, 8 right now uh, uh, okay well, they don't uh, know about the negative billion yet they haven't heard it yet oh, right, right. <laughs> well the uh, science just isn't we there. record these episodes very out of sequence <laughs> yeah enjoy guys uh, yeah, uh <laughs> we recorded this episode in march of 2009 uh, 2019-54 a lot uh, of the fan sites have an official timeline if you can figure it out it's, oh, it's, if you can figure it out we'll mail you a uh rockamura t-shirt a rockamura yeah. t-shirt <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much at the Kaz Wheeler. Yeah, I would Kaz make Wheeler. a Rock'em Word t-shirt if somebody could figure it out. <laughs> yeah, you could figure out. Actually, yeah, we're going to say it. Uh, if you could uh, tweet at us, hashtag Rockamura with the order that you think that we recorded the episodes and bonus episodes. If you get it right, I have it all in my calendar. I will get you a, this yeah, we fictional will, t-shirt. Yeah, we, like, Nick is a graphic designer. He'll yeah. make you a Rockamura logo. Yeah. Steven will pay to have it printed. I'll kick yeah. in 10 bucks on, for shipping or yeah. whatever. I just keep thinking of that character they mentioned in Pulp Fiction, which is Tony Rockamora. Oh, I don't they know They just keep one. mentioning yeah. him. Hashtag yeah. Rockamura. Hashtag Rockamora, uh, Tell us what order we recorded these <laughs> in. All right. That's so uh, much fun. All right, so thanks to the Kaz Wheeler. Uh, next up from at Fuck Surge, F U C K S E R G. Um, we've got the uh, world's <laughs> cutest tag team, Candice LeRae and Joey Ryan versus the Young Bucks in a guerrilla warfare match for the PWG tag team titles. Now, this okay. is in 2014. This is uh, 
up here, Stephen. This is PWG, yep, PWG up, yeah. up in Reseda. good old Reseda, California. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the, the Young Bucks, they're one of the top tag teams in the world right now. And Joey Ryan and Kendall Slurray are right up there with them. Um, and, uh, you know, you saw a Joey Ryan clip in an earlier episode with yeah. the, uh, the ball grab. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't know. And this is just a good match from Bell to Bell. Too, right? And by the way, we've got Kevin Steen on uh, commentary, which is very Kevin cool. Kevin Steen, currently Kevin Owens in WWE. This is right before he was. I remember this is. Po- this, I think this is the next event after Matt Rushmore. Uh, which we were at, I think. Yeah, I think so. We were at hmm. Matt Rushmore. Oh, you got wait, you guys saw this. We didn't we see this, this match live. We saw the the, the one, before. one before. PWG has a monthly show in Reseda, so we're like monthly ish. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think they're doing. You know, I, I can't. I can't say I. Uh, my grandma lived in Reseda my my whole life, and I really did for a moment go like, was this my grandma's church? Yeah, <laughs> Could Honestly, be. this is Could this be. was uh, recorded in a. I think it's like an American Legion hall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's um, great. Yeah, 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 it's a great vibe in there. It's really cool. Also, was your grandmother Super Dragon? My grandma was Super I Dragon. Knew <laughs> I knew it. Knew it. You understand I why I had it. to rebel? But yeah, one yeah. day I will come and rightfully claim my title as the Super <laughs> Grand Dra- Son of Dragon. Like, all, of like Ultra Dragon. I yeah. think the day I knew where Steven's grandmother was Super Dragon was <laughs> the day where she came. She was around. She was over here, <laughs> and I remember she brought cookies, and it was fun, and we were talking to her. And she was like, "Hey," a, and then she Barry White drove me through a table. <laughs> see, even to me, I didn't even see that I left. She just walked up to me, and she just said. Don't tell Steven I'm super dragon. <laughs> That's all she said. She just looked uh, at me, gave me a cookie and said, don't, don't tell him. Uh, it was the, very subtle. Uh, all of these characters mean nothing to Steven. They really don't. That's the thing. I was like, yeah, sure. I related so, to super dragon. Uh, so I guess is that like Krilla or whatever? It's, hey, Krill, 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 it's Krillex. Krill, Krillex. Krillex. Uh, all right. All right. And yet uh, Steam so, was also about to, about to just go to NXT, oh, which yeah, we is, get to at the end of the match. Okay. So um, Steven, this is the uh, sports match. I think that you've seen little clips of PWG matches. You saw the slow motion match i believe in an episode that i'm sure we're going to release far after this. oh yeah, yeah 10 years from now. uh yeah yeah uh but uh so this is this is what you call an indie promotion this is not in a huge arena this is right. american legion hall in front of probably 500 people very yeah. diy this is probably oh, that, the, the top people. indie in the country and also the young bucks they legitimately i mean you, they, there's a very good argument for them being the top tag team in the world right oh, now. young bucks are so um, good they're great they're known for kind of their uh people call it flippy shit just uh-huh. a lot of flippy stuff. Yeah. Uh, current Bullet Club members, yeah, the current. Young Bucks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they do a lot of flippy shit. So, yeah. Um, and uh, Candice LeRae noted for she's a female that wrestles men. She's a very good wrestler. Yeah. And, and she uh, takes some shit in this match, too. Oh, yeah, God. Ooh. So, I guess, Stephen, what do you what do you think about everything about this? Yeah, the what's loca- your, your first the location, thoughts? The crowd, the Bucks, Candice LeRae, Joey. What do you think? It's probably yeah, it's, all very negative. Yeah, it's all pretty negative. Um, <laughs> so, I, you know, I started watching this and I, I was like, you know, uh, this looks like uh, it was, you know, filmed in 2003 uh, on somebody's like little consumer handheld handheld camera. Just two years ago. Uh, I know it's just two <laughs> years ago. That's the thing. Uh, it, it looks so bad. Like I hear, I'm sure you guys here have heard this type of thing too. Like making content or whatever. People are like, well, it doesn't really matter like what the camera is or how good it looks as long as the content's good. And in this case, both of it, uh, both of those are failing me <laughs> extremely. Now, yeah. again, don't forget this isn't a televised television show. It's right. more of it's more of just recorded for history's sake. Yeah, this yeah. is like this is like you, you know, document a, a sketch recorded for on stage or whatever. Yeah, as compared to the movie Keanu or whatever. Yeah, right. it's like the WB has a multi million dollar budget to record stuff. They've got the top HD cameras and etc. Right. Yeah, they probably this got is like a thousand bucks. Oh yeah, this is like this is exactly what you're talking about. It's probably like two people recording it on like handhelds or handy cams with right. like a Zoom mic somewhere near the stage yeah. to get audio. Like you yeah, know, so you it know is, it is lo-fi, and I wouldn't fault it for that. So no, the aesthetics, so the aesthetics low. Whatever, that's fine. It kind of adds I guess to it, the vibe. I mean, again, like literally everything I say that is like wrong with it, you're like, but how could you fault it for it? That's what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, then is it just impervious to criticism? But is I guess, it all great? But do you watch <laughs> do you watch like an indie film and say like that wasn't shot with a Canon 5D? I, if a, any, if an indie film looks like shit and I watch it, I'd say, yeah, that looks bad. That's not a good indie film. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah, sometimes I do that, too. Of course yeah. I would. But this is also like, but I'm, I don't know. It's I'm like, not, uh, judge it by what's happening in the right. I'm not. trying to judge it by what's happening. Well, I'm just saying, so no, like, I do want to talk about that real quick too. Yes. expectations once again this i'm not going into this expecting this to be right. shot on a red right like i go see a fucking film because i know it's going to be a movie it's right. going to be shot like a movie anyway uh, let's let's talk about the match though uh, yeah. if so, a movie isn't shot on a red then i see red 
Yeah. Uh, you know, leave, uh, leave has, hashtag uh, hashtag I see red. If you uh, if, you if you liked that you, terrible if you, joke, yeah. if you liked that joke, uh, uh, leave so, the zingers to Nick. Okay. So yeah, hashtag act, leave the zingers to Nick. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So if you like that joke, I only hashtag I see red. If I'm you done. Like I'm putting joke, my mic down. If you didn't like that joke, hashtag leave the zingers to Nick. Yeah. Leave the zingers. I actually hope we get some of those. Okay. Great. Sorry, Nick. Go, please. What, 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 did you I'm wanna, trying to bring us back on. What did you want to Trying to bring about? us back on track. Hashtag back on track. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. Hashtag hashtag. And so anyway, what I was going to say was, d- d- Stephen, because this is probably a moment that you were either going to like or hate or maybe not care about because you weren't watching the chair um, thing. They act like they're going to. The Bucks act like they're going to dump a bag of thumbtacks. Joey oh, yeah. Ryan replaces it with a bag of gummy bears. Very goofy. They slam them, and they do have to make sure that you notice that the commentators point out, oh, right on the gummy bears. Yeah. And when they slam. When they get slammed on the gummy bears, you notice yeah. that because the PWG crowd is like the the just like the marquiest crowd. Like they know exactly. They're, like, they're very smart fans. Yeah, 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 yeah. They know what's happening. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very smarky crowd. And so they still chant you sick fuck after people get slammed on gummy bears. What I did you think that. about that? Yeah, I didn't know why. Like I thought I missed something. I saw them eating them, right? They, they ate the gummy that, bears. They know that it's not. It doesn't hurt at all. But yeah. the fact that they're so in tune with the world and the levels and the reality of wrestling. So they, they like, like a, to get involved in the fun and chanting. Like, it's like everybody they're playing the role of the audience. Okay. You know? okay. Just wait, like wait, the slow mo match when okay. they when they okay. cheered in slow mo. <laughs> Let me pull this apart then because I gotta yeah, understand. So you're saying they uh, so they know wrestling is fake. Because they're smart marks. They know and then but they're pretending it's real. Yeah. And then they're playing the role of the audience. Okay, right? So yeah. I'm, uh, that's, yeah, all, yeah. that's right. They're playing the role of the audience and they're liking it and mm-hmm. that's fine. They like wrestling. Okay. But they also know that they, they landed on gummy bears, mm-hmm. but they're acting as if they he landed on thumbtacks. Probably. Yeah. Very ironically. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, there's a level of like fun irony to the chance. Yeah. So much. So much. Oh God. There's so many layers of just like artifice. I don't want to live in that world. Maybe I'm too stupid for it. I'll say it. Like maybe I'm just too stupid to understand like what this is. Can you but say every, that 10 more times? Maybe yeah, I'm too I'm stupid. Dumb. 10. I, I really am. Wa- like I'm watching it. I'm just like, why would you do this? Okay. Why so let's, you let's get back. So, no. Okay. okay so. What did you, th- what did you think of the you. Young, what did you think of the young bucks? Um, you probably don't care. Yeah, whatever. Just a you They're know just another two couple white of guys, guys in black yeah, jeans. Sure. I get it. Did you at all, uh, were you at all impressed by like just the crazy moves they were doing, the flips? The sure, they seem to you know to have some fun agility. But again, like you know, I, I think like maybe it's just because I I'm not super into it I don't watch a ton of it it all like sort that. of like he just, jumped, he just jumped off the top rope and did like a super tombstone pile driver on the ground on the floor like, yeah have you seen that before that had to have been impressive you know it's not and I think <laughs> it, that's the thing is like I've seen enough I, I haven't seen enough to like have a sophisticated level of understanding of it I, I, I admit mm-hmm. that but also I've seen enough but I have seen enough that I'm just like yeah I don't know they all kind of blend together like you jump off the top ropes and shit like that happens like it's not a big deal it's not like incredible <laughs> right yeah I mean, it, it's no, it's no 400 foot cell, you know, it's not like, it's not Hulk Hogan lifting a 2000 pound, pound man over his and he head. he was 2000 pounds. on the ground so hard that he dies. That he, died, mm-hmm. he ultimately died. And that caused the success of Princess Bride. Now we're seeing, you know, uh, so about this actual young, sick shit? The young bucks putting thumbtacks in Joey Ryan's mouth and then uh-huh. super kicking him. Right. That's yeah. gotta be dangerous. Like, those were real thumbtacks. can't be good. Yeah. Well. Yeah. What if you swallow one? That's not good. That's that's insane. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, And that's another thing, too, that I'm watching it, and I'm like, well, what am I connecting to exactly? Like, you guys talk about, you've actually talked about this, like the violence or whatever. Like, it, it you kind of like that it's not real violence or whatever. But then they do sh- sick shit like this, like yeah. putting thumbtacks in people's mouth, and you're like, oh, I love that. It's great. These guys are weird. I don't understand, like, where your level of, like, what is okay and not like, okay. Uh, it's all Like, okay. one of the bucks just put on a shoe that is that has thumbtacks glued to it, and he's going to uh-huh. super kick Candice LeRae. Who's Candice already LeRae, bleeding. Candice LeRae already bleeding, shoves Joey Ryan aside to take this kick uh-huh. that's going to, like, cut her like cut her open legit Boom! real hard. And yeah. he hits her, too. Like, there's even, like, there's a cool story to this match that, like, you know, it's like they're, and that's, there's even something empowering to, like, the woman protecting the man, you know, mm-hmm. like there's, sure. there's a lot going on here that like, I don't know. It's like I get if it blends together for you, but like there are yeah. things happening on here that are on different <laughs> levels than like 
you know, like dudes doing flips, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, and because they're it's, they can, they can do whatever they want in PWG. They don't have to worry about sensors and TV. Right. They can go just fucking ballistic and be insane and hurt each other and bleed and be jerks and swear and grab each other's balls. It's right. fun. Which is why we get the thumbtacks in this guy's pants now. And yeah, then yeah. she grabs his balls and then yeah, throws uh, them under the thumbtacks. Yeah, her finish is called the ballplex. Yeah, the ballplex. Uh-huh, the ballplex. Yeah, yeah, I heard yeah. that a few times. I was like, oh, that's fun. So Candace ballplexes <laughs> one of the bucks and actually mm. wins the titles. Yeah. yeah. Wins the so tag team you, titles for her and Joey Ryan. Joey Ryan? Do, you, do you understand this being like a, you know, a particularly good moment? Uh, Candace LeRae bleeding. Does that do anything for you? No, I mean, you know, uh, they, they seem fine. Like, I don't know if they like, I, I, I'm not, I also, too, you have to, you have to say like, this is actually pretty de- devoid of context and storytelling, right? Like there's no setup on this one. And I don't think these announcers are particularly great. Correct me there, if I'm wrong. There is a story. What it, I, but I don't know what it is. Like, I feel like I'd I understand to, if you don't know, it. I, I mean, feel like I'd have to have been there or, or got some like, I get it. program to really that's, understand I it. That, that, I think that is fair. totally fair. I think that's very fair. Like, yes. You, one of my criticisms is okay. Not to mention that Steen is kind of taking over commentary and they're not really particularly staying on track with well, yeah, calling. And that is something where it's like, for better or worse, story. WWE storyline. It's like they always try to tell the story of the match. Right. Yeah. Whereas, and whereas this is like, I mean, yeah, it, it's Kevin Steen's probably one of his last days in PWG, probably his last mm-hmm. PWG show. Right. So it's like partially kind of him honoring him being honored and getting his shit in by commentating. Right. You don't really mm-hmm. know if the young books are healer faces because the audience isn't necessarily booing them. They're right. kind of just cheering everything what uh, is he the one like, who says i don't care because gummy bears are stupid and delicious yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's like mm-hmm. curtain call little like, curtain uh, call at the end yeah yeah uh so like ken i mean maybe joey ryan you've got some like toward uh-huh. him because you said he was your favorite wrestler a couple he's our, yeah ago. he's my favorite wrestler because uh you porn yeah the you porn plex did this <laughs> match did this match i mean this is more of an actual match from him mm-hmm. you've seen a couple things with him from like lucha underground as well as that clip yeah uh did this make you like him more hate him more what did you think of uh candace and joey so like i didn't like this more i'll say like the thing i liked on lucha or he's about, not super sleazy in this match he's not but he like they are fun in that like that he's fun in lucha like <laughs> like i don't know like if it is about like you guys know it's fake and it doesn't matter. It's about the storytelling of it or whatever that I feel like Lucha had a funner story. Uh, the, the story of this uh, one, I don't know what it is, but two, just watching the match. I'm like, I'm just not that interested in it. Uh, you know, the girl that, yeah, there's a girl uh, wrestling. What's her name? Candice LeRae. Candice LeRae. Yeah, Candice she, uh, you know, God, she, she takes a lot. Like uh, I wrote down that it looks like she got, ki- she got, she gets kicked in the stomach. Like she was pregnant with his baby. He didn't want, uh, she gets kicked so many oh, times. God, that's a right? horrible. <laughs> that's yeah. Uh, hashtag. Uh, <laughs> cool. Hashtag don't wrestle when you're with child. <laughs> yeah, don't or, wrestle with child. Ha- hashtag uh, uh, cool imagery. Steve. Cool. <laughs> that's how I think of things guys is in terms of, is this an abortion or not? <laughs> well, I feel like you feel like most wrestling is abortions. Yeah. So just set that up a little bit. What this was, was there was also a lot going on mm-hmm. um, because Steen was on his way out to go to WWE NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, Steen had been part of that four man group, which was Adam Cole, the young bucks and Kevin Steen, which is Mount Rushmore, Mount Rushmore. They were super heels. They would pretty much ruin the end of every match that one of their members was involved in uh-huh. to make it go to a no contest. Like they were sort of the four main guys in PWG for years. Yeah. 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 And, and, and they were super mega heels, but they were so good at what they do. And again, because of such a smarky crowd, they really kind of cheered the heels anyway. I see. But this was also a, a, a match of all fan favorites. So it's like the young bucks versus, uh, Joey Ryan and Candice LeRae, who really had been wronged a couple times and actually, I think, had their last match. I think this was a rematch, if I'm not mistaken, because I think I their think last so. tag team match when we saw it, yeah. uh, they got fucked uh, yeah. and, and weren't able to get a chance to win the titles. Yeah. So this was kind of their rematch and their redemption to be able to win the titles. And also Mount Rushmore was dividing and falling apart. Okay. Because they sent Steen out of the company to go to WWE. Okay, so fun. I get, you know, I guess there's more context there that's helpful. There is. It's um, but yeah, I mean, ultimately, like things kind of blend together. I, I really do think like things blend together. I'm not, I'm not good enough at it to know. I'm not good enough at knowing wrestling sure. to appreciate it. Like I actually, I, they do. It's she called it a a double ballplex superplex. Yeah, Does double ballplex superplex. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was right. I think I wrote that down and I wrote, was that a big deal? <laughs> Because like kind I, of they were excited about it, but I didn't feel anything. I wasn't impressed by it. Well, uh, and but, I'm waiting I, for. More. But I guess that you could read it as like 
really any move that happens from the top rope is impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like it's just, you know, it's like, that's not something that what happens. What about the turnbuckle? I mean, come on, that's not a big deal. I mean, the top turnbuckle, the top rope. Really? The top, that's yeah. a big deal. Okay. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's, that's considered what would be like a high spot in a match where it's like, that's mm. something that both guys are going to be hurting from. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. going to be like a rest break. Well, anytime, like, anytime you get people like combining a top rope match or a top rope move too, yeah. is kind of a big deal. So like the, the young bucks, set Joey Ryan up for the suplex. So that's like a double suit and it's a yeah. superplex because it's superplex, off the top yeah. ropes. But then she comes in and does the ball plex by grabbing both, both of them right. and slamming them down while they're slamming Joey Ryan. So we're getting right. a combination of a, a double no. suplex, right. double super suplex <laughs> with the ball plex. So all of these people are doing this big combo move. Yeah. So that's kind of a big deal because it's kind of like a combination of moves. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, and you know how I see it, and here's how I see all it. All bullshit? They, they're just falling backwards. Yeah, they are. <laughs> like it's, they are. it's four people falling but backwards. But there's thumbtacks in the ring. Yeah. There's gummy bears in the ring. Oh, God. Yeah. What, what if they get cherry hurt. and they don't like cherry? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, I'm, I'm being facetious. Well, okay, like, so I guess I will admit, specifically with PWG, that it is like... Uh, if this was a live event and you went and you were there live and you saw the whole show, I'm yeah. sure that you would have had a ball. I'm sure it would have been a lot of fun. You're in the crowd. You're cheering. You're seeing stuff. You're probably it's a getting, hyped crowd. Man. It's fun by a young buck. It's good. Um, but specifically seeing this clip, like honestly, specifically this clip where there's so much going on, it's maybe not the most like uh, uh, like. Uh, what's the term I'm looking for? It's like e- easy. It's not an easy point of entry. Yeah, right. it's not. It's not um, super it's accessible. Not and like, yeah. I do, I do get what you're talking about in that. Like, what do you focus on? Yeah, it's like, are you focus? Like, who who are the good guys? Who are the bad guys? The audience is sort of cheering both. Um, like you know, Kevin Steen's on commentary, and it's just his last day, so he's just having a good time. But he's not necessarily focusing on like telling the story of the match or anything. Right. Right. Um, like, uh, you know, it's uh, like there's just you know, the audience is sort of. Uh, being ironic in a way. So like, that's kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah, That is very Um, much a thing. Like there are a lot of layers that I need to pull apart to get this. And yeah, you know, yeah, it's, it it is a shame that those PWD PWG tickets are like so tough to come by these days. I mean, we'll go, we'll probably go next month. I don't know. Maybe I, I, I'm feeling it's about time to go again. If we can get Steven to go, I really, I'm not saying you would love wrestling because Mm. (laughs) this podcast would be over. Yeah. But if I I love it, we don't have to do it anymore. More? <laughs> no. Is that what I'm hearing? That's oh, yeah. I'm, That's wait, I love you. it! I love it now! You're giving this match five stars. <laughs> five stars. Perfect match. Everything's um, great. I love it. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Anyway, I would love to bring... I think if we were uh-huh. ever going to bring Steven somewhere... Yeah, PWG would be the one. And it wasn't to. Lucha Underground. I think PWG would be great. Um, I mean, something that I want you to look at real quick is like if you could Google mm-hmm. Ken, like Candice LeRae's face after this match. Okay. Oh, is um, there is there some, uh, maybe, some photography? Maybe uh, let's take a pause real quick. Okay, uh, so we're back. Uh, I hope you liked that uh, unannounced Proxy gin break that we just threw in to uh, to cover <laughs> uh-huh. that. Uh, uh-huh. uh, so there's her very bloody face. So uh, Stephen, I mean, this mm-hmm. is the Indies. That's real blood. That's like that's dedication on her part, right? Sure. Yeah. <sighs> what do you? I know. Respond I mean, to that. What do you yeah, I don't know. You guys want me to get into the whole blood argument again? No, but go ahead. Just like I, I, the condensed version of it. I don't. I don't know. I don't buy me it. Not like I don't buy it. She's out there. She's out there for a long time. Uh, it do, it doesn't seem like that's real blood. What? It's very what? uh it's very uh fresh for a long time, right? It's still but very that's, red. That's, that's not that's something that, like that's something that multiple guests on this podcast have said is that like if you're bleeding and you're sweating, it's like it's not going to clog. All right, I swear to Christ, we I okay, we we have to keep on doing this. <laughs> I want to get a a blood like a forensic expert to come in and just like dissuade you guys of this insane bullshit that you always believe it's real blood. It's okay. you are adult men who know that it's fake, but you you watch this woman disappear from the ring for like ten minutes, and in your mind, that's impossible that she's not. It's fake blood. You're like, no, man, she was bleeding. That I'm was not- it's option. impossible. I'm telling you that right there. It's not. It's ah! not fake blood. It's ah! not. When she didn't, None of them are. And she didn't disappear to like a makeup artist. Like. Really? It's not. Fake. 
disappeared. Look, uh, but that's, I mean, that's the thing is like, I don't think she disappeared to a makeup artist because I'm not sold on it. I'm not sold on it. Oh, I'm not sold on it. They look keep the, Tom Savini the under the ring. Look at the hair. Oh for, my at God. every PWG. Oh. What about the hair? What about the hair? Uh, the hair. It's not dried in the hair. It's just color. It's just, it doesn't dry in the hair. Blood dries. Blood dries. It dries. That's the thing. It dries. There's no dry blood. You, you can say that she's sweaty in the face and that it keeps it wet. Fine. What about the hair? Do you think her hair's super wet? Look at the rest of her hair. It's clearly not wet. So why isn't it drying in her um, hair? A, a lot of wrestlers. <laughs> what uh, the fuck? A lot of wrestlers pour water over their head before the matches. Their hair is mm-hmm. No. If you... Uh, uh, you well, think not to mention a lot woman, of them Vaseline up. You think any woman, you, clearly you've never dated somebody, you're getting their hair wet. They I've would never, never dated anyone in my life, Stephen. Women hate getting their hair wet, especially Man, all this. Kristen it's not making, wet. Kristen it's making a very wet. cool across-the-board term for all women. They do. They hate it. They hate getting their hair wet. You know how many times uh, I've been like in a pool with a girlfriend, <laughs> they'll be like, don't get my hair wet. I'm trying to do a thing. Like, it's insane. Hey, how you doing? I'm uh, Stevie P. You ever notice how, how broads hate getting their hair wet? What's the, what's the deal with women wanting to get their, not wanting their hair wet, huh? It's like, do you never take showers? They don't take showers as what frequently is as that us. About? Uh, it dries out their hair when so, they wash uh, it a lot. Steven's gimmick is he's the skeptic misogynist. The yeah, skeptic. But he's, How is that a misogynist? How is that misogynist? Ooh, God, you guys got me so angry. Mm-hmm, I, this okay. is why I like doing the podcast, because of the anger. Now because do you remember? Because of the fucking bullshit we that you guys make me deal with. Yeah. It's, not, it's not the wrestling, because the wrestling's fucking stupid. It's how angry you guys make me. Wrestling is dumb. Yeah. Your points are dumb. I'm not a yes. misogynist. Let's write this stupid fucking match. Yeah, Let speak. it flow through. Yeah. Uh, speaking of points, uh, I'm gonna let's uh, figure out how many gummy bears we're gonna give this. Yeah. Match. yeah. How many gummy bears? Uh, I'll give this. I'll give this three gummy bears. I'm giving this six out of five gummy bears. Really? Steven. Okay, yeah. that's a lot. Just because uh, I fucking feel like it. Because oh. you're so mad and I'm so happy right now. Uh, three good. gummy bears. I, th- I thought it was a good match. I can understand what Steven's saying about yeah. like it's maybe it's it's a tough point of entry. But I thought it was good. The Bucks are always fun to watch. Candace and Joey are super fun. Yeah. You know, like I thought it was, I thought it was good. And like I, we need to take Steven to a live PWG. I agree <laughs> with all of what you just said. Uh, I don't think it's the most brilliant match ever, but I loved it, and I love that he's angry, and I love PWG. So yeah, six out of five. Uh, for me, this is a two out of five. Wow. Okay, match. that's higher than I thought. <laughs> well, bet, so it's better. You like this twice as much as you like Jeff Hardy Undertaker. Yeah. Well, it's it's orders of magnitude every every rating. So this is ten times better. And listen, I'll ask that, you because but... Joey didn't ask. Is that the lowest two you've ever given a match? <laughs> yeah, that is the uh, lowest two wow. I've ever given a match. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> okay. So why 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 did you like this more than Undertaker? Um, yeah. you know, I, I well, I, I'll give it that there was some more. Uh, there was a little bit more pace to it. There was stuff going on. So. Conti. You know, that's great. What? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's more stuff going on, so I guess that's good. Um, you know, there were some bigger spots. That's great. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, just kudos for throwing in, like, uh, gummy bears and thumbtacks. I've never seen gummy bears in a match. So even so, though you thought it was the, the gummy bears were fucking dumb and you hate that the crowd's into it. Okay. Oh, all right. So what did you think? No, no, no. I don't have a pro- Like, I don't, I don't understand the audience's reaction. I don't have a problem with the gummy bears as, a, like, a bit. It is silly, but, like, in a way, like, silly and... I kind of like that. Like I want, if it's going to be fun, like if you're going to do something fun, I guess if you're doing like a, a Looney Tunes ask, like switch the thing, then that's fine. That's fun. He would have fun at PWG. He really Um, would. Well, okay. I guess, um, I just want to like make sure I got your logic tracked. Mm -hmm, Yeah. So like, I guess you think that that's fun, but you did not like DDT Yoshiko blow up doll wrestling match or slow motion wrestling. Yeah, I'm confused too. I guess, yeah. Okay, like so the, what is the difference between those? So, oh, God damn it. Uh, also, they haven't heard this. The audience has not heard Yoshiko in slow motion yet. <laughs> Once so, again, hashtag Rockamura. If you can just oh, go Rock over there, we, have, we have hints in every episode. Yeah. Of when- Honestly, I do think it could be figured out, and like a hundred people are going to figure it out, and we're going to have to do a lot of shirts. Oh, okay, but that's that. fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, okay, so fine. Uh, why not blow up doll? Yeah. Uh, I guess blow up doll, like, it's it's sort of like you're taking, oh God, how can I explain it? Okay, it's lit. It's 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 height. It's too heightened up the top. It's all insane. It's all insane. It's it's never grounded. Oh, it's never no, normal. You don't earn it. There's no build. There's to no it. earning it. Right. Mm-hmm. So whereas gummy bears is a little bit in a 
uh, a match uh, of many a spots. Match of many spots, exactly. Uh, slow motion sort of falls sort of into the same thing as me. I guess I just don't buy the logic of it. Like the logic is not okay. set up. It's just it's like I don't know. It's sort of arbitrary. I, I have to admit, I think that's that's a semi. I still don't agree with you, but I yeah. think that's at least a fair point. Well, I, I get what you're talking about. Where it's like if this was the gummy bear match, like mm-hmm. then you probably wouldn't I'd like it. I fucking hate it. Yeah, you guys would too. Because it would be 20 minutes of oh not the gummy bears. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I do love gummy bears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, I, I get what you're talking about. It's like one of them. One of them, it's just a funny side bit, like you're saying, like a Looney Tunes thing. Right. And the other one, it's like that's the whole. That's, that's the whole the meal. Whole that's the thing. whole yeah. fucking. Man. How many ways? How many times? Right. How many versions can you do? Slamming a, a doll. I get it. Okay. I really do want someone to get this timeline right. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, we'll we'll make. Let's say the top, the first five people that yeah, guess it. I do it. Oh, you think there's only going to be five piecing this together? Yeah. Thousands. There'll be millions. Maybe millions yeah. of people. <laughs> uh, so many shirts we're going to have to make. Um, I'll okay, make no so, shirts. Um, thanks so much at Fuck Surge. Fuck this Surge. Was, Fuck uh, Surge. Yeah, this was, uh, this was good. Uh, yeah, man. This was a lot of fun. Um, so uh, if you're a wrestling fan and you have questions for Steven, or if you're not a wrestling fan and you have questions for Nick and I, or if you've got matches that or videos you want us to cover on the show, shoot us an email at you should love wrestling at gmail.com or tweet us at YSLW podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe yeah. we'll do another one of these. Yeah, we'll get yeah. some fun fan stuff down the line. This was fun. Uh, as always, uh, you know, don't forget to uh, rate and subscribe to our show on iTunes. Mm-hmm. We appreciate the comments. Uh, and I do think like we, we do listen to the fans and I, I know what's coming up in a future episode. Who knows which one? But we're going to be checking out some comments and, and points being made in there, too. So uh, if you have stuff in the iTunes store, if you give us a five star rating, we'll definitely talk about it. Yeah. Joey, where can we find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Joey Tainment. Guys, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Gligger, G-L-I-G-O-R. Uh, and you can find me all across the internet at Pearlstein. Steven, yeah. do you like, do you love wrestling? If I say I love it, do we? can we stop? He hates it, guys. <laughs> he still hates it. Uh, I am an American, American badass. badass. Watch me do something. Something. Dig something. Dig Hold on. Radio edit. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> this has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.